0: You could send a super like, that way they auto know that you like them. Then they can swipe Do you only get a certain amount of super likes? Yes, you get one a day.
1: Super likes? Super like. Is this a Pokemon thing or a Tinder thing? It's a Tinder thing. Ah! (laughs) Previously
2: on Watch and Talk. Can I hear your best oeuvre? The world is full of scabs.
3: You know who he buttered up? This girl.
0: Does this have to do with Brexit? A little bit. Kind of, yeah. Okay.
3: Hot Democratic women. Hi, and welcome to season
1: one, episode 18, 18 of Watch and Talk. This is an episode called Six Meetings Before Lunch. Are there any meetings in this episode? They are. No. I think okay. we should try to enumerate them as we I go did, through. I did
0: have a plan to actually write them down. I don't even know. But we'll we'll find out. I don't
3: understand how they're different than like their day-to-day. They're yeah. more like six conversations before lunch.
0: I think we could all acknowledge that they just did not want to come up with a title for this episode this was a last minute inclusion on the dvd did we ever name that episode we just call it 18 we need a name now we'll do that meetings whatever something about meetings
1: first the previously on is a cj i thought the previously on was good this week it had mallory in it which is a welcome surprise because i thought she was gone because she hasn't been on here in a while and mendoza was in it so we're gonna get some mendoza follow-up
3: speaking of people that i thought were gone I also thought Mandy, Mandy was gone. Mandy makes, yeah. makes a few
0: appearances. Yeah. Sorry. We'll get to that. Yeah, sorry, Elise.
3: Yeah, sorry, everyone. <laughs> so the first
1: scene is the confirmation vote for Mendoza is going on, and there's a party in the mural room, and all the staffers are celebrating. They're starting to pour champagne. Not all the staffers.
2: No champagne.
3: We're just getting ready. Put it down.
0: Because Toby is not celebrating. He is a tight butthole. From the very start. He's a major (laughs)
3: buzzkill. His butthole loosens up later. Okay, but for
0: now, it's mega tight.
1: Yeah, he's very insistent that they not pop the champagne before there are a majority plus one votes. And how many votes is that, Brayden? It's half plus one.
2: 51 yay votes is what we see on these screens before a drop of wine is swallowed. 51.
1: That's kind of uh, condescending the way he asked Ginger about that. And... He takes everybody's champagne glasses away. Yeah. Yes, because Toby does not like tempting fate.
2: Because there's a little thing called what,
3: Bonnie? Tempting fate? Tempting fate is what it's called. He's a spiritual man. Yes.
0: (laughs) As a concept, this is dumb. Tempting fate? (laughs) Yes.
1: Why? Because it's going to happen no matter what?
0: This is uh, the the way an insane person lives.
1: This This is not a way people should act. The events in that mural room are not going to affect the voting that goes on on the Senate floor.
0: Uh, is there a stop in the mural room?
1: <laughs> <laughs> might lure some uh, okay. wild senators away. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I just think that Toby here is being very tight butthole.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then they go to Josh and Donna. Donna gave Josh a note about banana bars, or so he thinks.
2: So what's this message about, I need to talk to Mandy about a banana bar? Is that what that's?
0: panda bear panda bear
3: yes that's a d yeah and that's an e yeah
1: uh donna has very distinct penmanship what does she call it
3: she compares it to salvador Dali. right the artist
1: but she actually meant that oh, there's the a artist. thing about panda bears yes and
3: not banana bars
1: not banana bars mandy has a thing about panda bears that they have to talk about later as they're walking to the confirmation party... They is this
0: the... I'm sorry. Is this the least interesting plot line of this no. episode? Panda bears? No. Okay. We'll move on then.
1: <laughs> as they're walking to the party, they photobomb like a group of Japanese tourists. And you know they're Japanese because they all give peace signs as they're getting their photos taken.
3: Is that just Japanese though? Because I also know Korean people who do that. Oh, uh,
1: sure. By the way,
2: th- this is one of many times in this episode that people are throwing signs. Gang signs.
1: Right. All with two fingers, too. Mallory comes up with them. She has some issue with Sam that Josh is not interested in. He blows her off in a kind of funny way.
0: She's very upset with Sam.
1: Can you believe Sam? And Josh cannot. (laughs) And then Leo and Margaret also are making their way over. But first, Leo has to get off a phone call because there's some issue about a thing with a book jacket and some appointment for a assistant da thing for civil rights attorney general for civil rights assistant attorney general for civil rights who favors reparations and it's a whole thing because that's going to be a problem for his confirmation so we got all the plot lines set up for the most part um they go into the party sam and mallory fight they their fight is over a thing that sam wrote about school vouchers he wrote a thing in favor of school vouchers
0: can we talk about what school vouchers are please i don't know
1: oh i'm um, not sure in certain districts where they have this voucher program inner city kids or kids from poor schools or whatever can apply to get government grants to go to private schools so it takes money out of like the pot that goes into the public school funding to send like the best and brightest or lottery winners or however this particular district wants to do it to send them to these fancy schools where they're going to supposedly like bring some of their like fanciness back to their port area.
0: So, so are vouchers, the charter school issue is this like the same issue. Well,
2: so Florida, where we are surprisingly all from, uh, actually <laughs> tried judging. to have us a, a very aggressive uh, voucher initiative where they essentially said, okay, this is how much money we are spending per student to go to public school. We will give them a voucher worth that much money, and they can literally take it to any private school. doesn't matter what kind. doesn't matter if it's a charter school. It could be a Catholic school. Okay, charters so are
0: be. privately run but publicly paid. Um, or, they could be. Pu- pri- charters are public schools. Just, just to interject, I know this. Yeah, yeah, charter yeah. schools are public but privately run they're non-union. They may be hybrid schools. too. They
2: might be some private funding but some public funding through grants or whatever. But yeah, and then you have a a private school that's more entirely privately funded and you can take that it's like a it's like a check that the government writes that is the amount they would have spent of taxpayer money on your kid going to public school and you get to give that to a private school in exchange for your kid to go so, there instead.
0: Okay. I have a feeling that these are bad things that were conceived by bad people and that they're bad for poor people. How, it's, it's how not is necessar- that how are my preconceived notions correct? Confirm confirm them.
1: Well, it does take funding out of the public school system, which is not necessarily a good thing, and that's like the argument Mallory has. The argument Sam is making is that like these schools aren't very good and these kids that want to like do better can go to these better schools and get a better education. So It's for the like overachievers kind of. They can go to these good schools, and the state can use the money that they would have spent sending them to a bad school and send them to a good school instead.
0: Did you go to a good school, Eric? You guys seem kind of cool. Did you go to a good school? Because we went to we went to a good school.
1: I went to a school that got like second place in the state football championship. That's not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not. What I meant. Our our school had negative
0: running yardage. We did lose. uh, win zero games our senior year yeah yeah
3: i went to a school initially that didn't even have a football team you win <laughs>
1: I, no i went to a school that was not a magnet school it was not a whatever So you school. guys went to a shit school it was like fine i went to ap classes and stuff but it wasn't like a good so school. so it's a shit school yeah it was shit school. i didn't have to wear a tie or anything so, <laughs> so uh,
2: the other problem with vouchers is it's not just like okay Now all of the people who live in sort of a lower income part of town have to find a way to get their kids to go to the better part of town where the private Catholic school is or whatever. It's that you'll start to see all of these schools cropping up that are privately run, that are marketing themselves to parents who may not really be very well informed about how to shop around for kids' schooling and they may offer certain things or sort of spin certain things a certain way. And essentially, you'll end up with for-profit colleges, but at a middle school or high school level. Sounds like
1: grifter territory.
2: Yes. You'll you'll have a bunch of scam schools that are offering certain perks or, or after-school care or whatever that's convenient to the parents. And they are not really focusing on how high-quality the education is. And it's pretty unregulated. And it's essentially a way of just looting taxpayer money and handing it over to the private sector.
0: So does your mom know you hate children? <laughs> <laughs> she does okay It's good to know it's just good to share
3: i also went to a school in florida that had sort of like the opposite where it was a school in a very bad neighborhood and then the the government put a ton of money into it to develop like a big fancy like arts program in order to get kids to come in it was like a magnet school from other areas so like rich kids we're going to poor areas to go to the school to, I don't know, up the school's status in some way. But I don't think it really worked. Hmm. It just meant that there was a special, very tiny program for like essentially like white kids. And then everyone else was just having shit education. Oh, I was like a school inside of a school. Kinda. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's pretty common, I think. Yeah. So while they're having this argument, the vote tally finally crosses the 51 vote threshold. And Toby pops a champagne, everybody's celebrating. And as like the champagne's pouring out, uh, the credits start. So, a pretty action packed pre roll, I think, on this one. Uh, a lot of plot lines set up. Yeah,
0: they, they set a lot of threads up. I just did you know, I couldn't help but notice there were, there were no meetings in this first bit. There were absolutely well, this zero is the, meetings. This is the this night is the, before. Yeah,
3: the day of the meeting. Right. I'm just
0: I mean, saying it's I, before I lunch. I just wanna
2: say, like, as a as a lawyer who has to describe in billing everything I do throughout the day, there's a pretty low threshold for what constitutes a meeting. Like once I'm not alone in a room, that's a meeting. And people are like, Oh, I had a meeting with blah blah blah.
1: So I work in an open office. Am hmm. I just in a meeting all day?
2: Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. If you were a lawyer, you would be writing office conference with and then listing all those people's names and then they would be doing the same thing for you
4: <laughs>
1: though after the credits we're still after the party this is kind of like everybody's getting a little toasty donna and josh are still talking about penmanship this is where she goes on about salvador dolly i don't
2: understand salvador dolly had distinctive penmanship yes how is it distinctive
1: well for one thing he wrote in spanish
2: he was spanish
1: which would account for his distinctive penmanship.
0: I suppose it is possible that different languages have different penmanship styles.
1: Certainly, Maybe. if you use different characters.
0: Yes, but let's point out that Spanish does not.
2: In fact,
1: don't they
3: use uh, more of the little? The enye. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> more, more that's Eny's. that's actually just an n with a tilde. Those are the same characters we use.
2: How often do you we write a tilde?
0: We don't use a lot of tilde. <laughs> tilde yeah. slam.
3: <laughs> tilda
0: yeah, you just got tilda slammed. I I literally I'm not even sorry it
1: Tilda Swinton's it name more than I use a tilde.
4: <laughs>
1: She's a fine actress. So these two are extremely comfortable with their body language. Donna's splayed out on the couch. She's got her shoes off. Josh is all spread out. Um then Leo comes up and he's like thinks he's interrupting something. He pulls Josh aside and they talk about the reparations thing. Josh is put onto this task uh, and he doesn't want to do it he's like i'm not the guy for this and basically does everything short of saying like oh we should use like our like african-american guy on it but then realizing that there isn't one
3: <laughs>
0: they should get a guy
1: they should get a guy for these yeah. situations
3: what about charlie
1: no nah, he's not
0: he's not like that <laughs> <laughs> no? he's cool he's not that's not what he do
1: yeah Mm-mm. Yeah, well, so the specific things that he wrote, he wrote kind of like an approving quote about a book that is an argument for reparations. It's kind of like a book-length version of that Ta-Nehisi Coates article, The Case for Reparations. That's pretty great. Classic article. Classic article.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm guessing there was something from back in the Clinton era that is analogous to this. We just didn't know about it. We were just bebbies? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so they leave that there sam and mallory then have an argument they're in the press room i think for some reason um sam says that it's leo trying to drive a wedge between them again which he did once before right then he he scheduled the birthday card thing he's driving a
2: wedge like how can sam drive a wedge if leo's constantly trying to drive a wedge
1: (laughs) um we learned that they have not even been on a date yet
0: (laughs) oh that was a penis thing yeah, that was your penis joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. Okay, hilarious. I get it. No, it took me a while. It's like, what does he say? And then I thought, oh, the wedge is his member.
3: <laughs> member. I love it when you explain my media. Yeah. No, I get it
2: now.
1: Thank you. So we learned that they've never even been on a date. These these two somehow they seem really flirty for a very long time. This is like a year long courtship now. Very old fashioned.
3: Mallory keeps saying that they're dating. And he's like, no, we haven't even been right. on a date. What are you talking about? He's You're like, no, I'm person. seeing
0: three other ladies. Right and
1: we now. know from Lori that yeah. Sam is like a first night to bed guy. Yeah. So he, this is not working out for him. No. But um, he says he doesn't want to talk about the, the paper that he wrote, the school vouchers thing, because he's off work. He's earned his government salary. And, and then some. And then some. And then he says that. The important thing is that he wants to go watch the Jackal because CJ is going to do the Jackal, and Leo was excited about this. Josh was excited about this. People are Some very excited about the Jackal. So yeah,
2: wisely the showrunners build this up to be an amazing thing. <laughs> yes. By the no, way, it, full well, it's going to pay off. It
0: totally pays yes. off. Yes, and way. you're right. He does. Yes, it is compared to watching Shakespeare as it should be performed. Yes. Which I, I suppose, is in the classical. British accent.
1: Yeah, you. What you <laughs> What you want is a CD player playing a performance mm-hmm. of Shakespeare, mm-hmm. and then people moving yeah, yeah, their yeah. mouths yeah. to it because yeah. that's what CJ's performance of the Jackal is. It's the song, the Jackal.
4: drive they called him the Jackal.
1: every once in a while i hear and i'm like hey it's the west wing song and people are like what the fuck? she's really just doing a, a lip sync to it it's kind of like it's the, not even in karaoke cj yeah it's yeah. not
0: even a karaoke this is a thing you do this is a thing that people and get excited for they they anticipate and you don't even karaoke they Come on, Siege.
3: Moving.
1: They break friendships over it almost. Yeah. Wow. Toby is really into it.
0: Don't talk to yeah. me during the jackal. You talk she to me, me during the jackal.
3: Even know all the words. Like no, she, I think she knows the no, words. No, no. In the beginning, she's like sort of like oh wait, wait. Okay, now she I seems know the words.
2: deeply ashamed. No matter, like you know this was like the seventeenth take, and she was still like not over having to do this.
1: <laughs> Aaron Sorkin's like you're not getting it right. <laughs> like, please, it's like I'm, I'm gonna implicit
0: quit. in the script is that you have done the jackal many times previously, this and that is, everyone
1: loves it. People love
0: the jackal. Why would you girl. Be please, and can sort of you do the jackal? Can you give us a little more? The jackal.
3: I think maybe the thing is that everyone is drunk, and we're just not drunk enough. I was drunk when I watched it. this. <laughs> I was
0: uh, yeah. I want to be clear. I was All inebriated.
3: Right. And you still yeah. Weren't then
0: I took a little nap.
3: Pleased by the jackal. I took a
0: little nap. I took a long nap
3: uh-huh. after. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and now I'm here.
3: Did the jackal make you sleepy?
0: It wasn't. No, it was the booze.
3: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a couple little cutaways I wanted to call out here. There's Toby smoking his cigar in the press room. Not allowed, but he's gotten way better at blowing smoke rings yeah. since the last time we tried, uh, which was the poker game when he was just kind of like puffing a bunch of smoke out of his mouth in a gross way. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: definitely violates. Yeah, he uh, blew a ring this time Some though.
1: regulations. And Toby. then there's Rob Lowe and he embarrasses himself oh, and generations so of lows before him yes. with his little like hip hop peace like, sign hand it's yeah so disgusting he
2: it's it, it, like it would have been better if it was just like the white man overbite but he oh my god <laughs> wait what, <laughs> what is what like is this the, like, like um we're doing a white man overbite guys right now
3: yeah. just
0: just, so you just know. imagine us it's like record we're dancing like white men it's like yeah, an like, you overbite know, you bite,
3: but with like a head roll
1: you bite on like, your bottom he, lip he was doing that
2: because you can't was. commit you can't truly commit to like dancing in a way that is traditional for certain types of cultural music,
1: yes. he's kind of throwing up like akembo ke- peace signs with both hands, like, Let's l- turn sideways.
3: Yeah, it's like if you had peace signs and then your wrists got really tired and they went down, Ooh, and then you just that's like, nice, that's a good wave yeah. your hands mm-hmm. around, and then his face was doing like not doing the actual white guy overbite, but had the essence of it. So is
1: what he did
2: racist?
3: No, I think it's just incredibly lame. I think okay. yes.
2: I think racism has a component of intent. Yes.
0: This yeah. is culturally offensive. Or at least gross negligence. Okay, <laughs> just, sure.
1: No, it's this just is grossly <laughs> He was extremely careless with his use mm-hmm. of hand gestures. And then
3: also Josh has like a Josh has the white guy overbite, actually. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That should maybe be the gift for this episode. He does the white guy overbite <laughs> like in other He's just like mm, Yeah, like that's his face does. I
0: just want to say to all the white guys out there, don't don't worry about what these kids are saying. You feel it. You want to dance with that overbite? No offense to people with actual overbites. No, and that's totally ableist, by the way, guys. (laughs) Yeah, you're (laughs) guilty of ableism. Oh, is, is I'm a, I'm looking at them right now, curious. and they feel really bad. You can know, see I'm, in their I'm, eyes; I'm they're to, feeling so bad I'm out there. To imagine a scenario to where <laughs> overbite is an actual disability. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, on the dance floor, because you speak of it with a casual disdain. That's true. That's yes, true. Well, you come in there at the disadvantage. The,
3: for the sure. overbite we're talking about isn't your standard sort of orthodontic. Over by This is this is a, a placement. Your bottom lip becomes covered by your top teeth. You're not getting out of this. By your top teeth. You can't. No, completely. you said what you said. It's it's just it's a actual bite. Like you have to bite. It's like a
2: bearing of fangs while simultaneously
3: it's, covering your bottom teeth in shame. It's like trying to eat your own chin, but with only your top teeth. I'm describing.
0: She's doing funny things with her mouth now. She's chewing down on her on her bottom lip with yeah, that's her upper what it is. chompers. It's
3: like you're trying to get to your chin. Yeah. But you can only cover your lip.
0: I I want to apologize to for <laughs> to everyone for this uh offensive. There's gonna behavior.
3: be like one person listening yeah. who has like who actually looks and there's like this nothing
0: in, wrong with that and at all. A
3: listener.
1: I think we can all agree Rob Lowe should apologize, though. Yeah, definitely. percent I
2: just want to put down a marker that I wrote the headline I'm going to read later before we have this conversation. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the next scene is CJ in her office. She's still feeling the jackal, I think. She's kind of like signing some papers on her table and it's bent over a little. And Danny comes into the doorway and stares at her ass for a good three or four seconds first before he says anything and then he interrupts her and startles her and he knew that the jackal happened because he's a reporter <laughs> he knows everything <laughs> he, he knows missed it, though. everything um he also knew from his police scanner that he was at home listening to that a guy named david arbor was arrested and cj says that the, is this related to this other guy arbor that we know who ends up being a fund a democratic fundraiser he's a a guy in college and he got arrested at a frat party for possession and possibly like intent to distribute of, did they say what drug it was? Cocaine, heroin? Drug.
3: I think it was just drugs. Oh yeah, he had drugs on him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he just takes them to get unconscious.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: And importantly to CJ, Zoe was at this frat party. So it's going to be a whole thing. And they leave that there. Uh, CJ just knows that she's going to have to deal with that the next day. I guess that's the end of the night. And then here we start the morning. So let's maybe count the meetings here. Is, oh, it's Mandy. No, no. It's CJ and Carol first. Oh, okay. Um, they are prepping the response to the Zoe story.
3: His father's a major Democratic fundraiser. And I'm sure the president will offer him his best wishes and support during what must be a troubling time. The president's daughter was at a party where there was a drug bust. Zoe left the party well before the incident. Has the president had any reaction at all? I'm honestly not sure the president even knows. There it
1: is. Is that a meeting? It's two people, but they talk. That's like assistant, though. That can't yeah. be really be a meeting, right? No, I'm calling it a meeting. Together. No. Mm-mm. That's just called work. I yeah. don't think talking to your assistant could be called a meeting.
3: No. You guys are really that's screwing pl- me on this. That's planning for a meeting.
1: Are you
0: billing us right
2: now?
1: Is this <laughs> a meeting
2: for you? I'm billing someone.
1: Yeah, but then there is Mandy and Josh, and I think that's definitely a meeting.
3: So, I wrote in my notes, why is Mandy back? Oh, right, panda bears, because then I remembered Or
1: banana bars, maybe. Right. (laughs) Um, There is a banana bar named Lum Lum that is dead. And it's been dead for a while. And weirdly, in the middle of this episode, they changed the name of the bear to Ling Ling. No, it's a Sing Sing. Yeah, Sing Sing. Which is this racist? <laughs>
3: that's definitely <laughs> racist.
1: Well, I think no, when that's to-
0: definitely racist.
1: I think when Toby calls it Dim Sum later, that's kind of oh, racist. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, But we need a new banana bar at, at the zoo because people are writing letters about it. And Josh really doesn't want to deal with this. He says that Toby's your guy to get new panda bears does and
0: america have an animal that we're that we hold the world you know hostage over this is this whole panda bear situation with china yeah let me be the first to go on the record and say not cool china
1: we got some good animals not cool here, though.
0: yeah we got a lot of animals I mean, that you probably want
1: eagles, maybe? I mean, is, is
0: oil and turkeys yeah we got a lot yeah. of shit going on you want a piece of that we'll give it to you we don't even care it's not this whole thing where you have to you know bother toby about it
1: (laughs) they're gonna leave that for later mandy's gonna go talk to toby after that there's zoe and she's in the like dining hall of her college um they are signaling college very very hard with this there's like people giving each other fist bumps in the background they're studying together like doing like french french (laughs) songs we don't study in college The (laughs)
3: lamest thing you can do at lunch in college is like Practice your French lesson and giggle to each other <laughs> while like some sort of like metal music is playing in the background of your cafeteria was it metal music it was like some sort of angry like like
1: you know kid, kid like alternative it maybe. was kind of like that song Alt. Mandy was listening to the first episode in yes. her car
3: yeah. Like, just sort of, uh, alt, yeah, alt-rock.
1: alt Alt-rock. Alt yeah. 90s music. Classic. So Gina, the Secret Service agent uh, from two weeks ago, last week, comes up and says, there's a bunch of reporters out front. They want to ask you, presumably, to, about this arrest thing. We're going to take you out through the back. They start walking through the kitchen in, like, a kind of goodfellas shot, almost. And this reporter comes up. Flags down Zoe. Gina throws the guy into a fridge uh, pretty violently, and they still stop to answer questions for some reason. And Zoe says a thing about.
2: Yeah, why'd you go to the party, Zoe? I was
3: invited. I didn't even know David Arbor was gonna be there.
1: That becomes a thing later. So this is this is Matt Drudge. Is it? Yes.
2: He looks Drudge. That's his name in the show. Drudge. I didn't put that together, but he looks like Drudge. Yes.
0: Was he wearing? Now that you say it, was he wearing that dumb hat? He had a stupid hat. Yeah. And he did look like a doofus, just that like Drudge. Drudge. He, now that you, the Drudge. The Drudge report. report. Oh. So I would like to talk about this journalist, because my initial reaction was like, yeah, fuck that dude. Because he's like, you know, some journalist. Fuck him. And then uh, later I was like, wait, like she kind of just like assaulted that guy. He was just doing his job. She didn't have
1: any idea who he was. Yeah. She, she, the guy came up and goes, Zoe, and like throws his hand up Like, in her hey, face. Zoe.
0: And then so you just get p- beaten. Police brutality. She didn't by the, beat him. The, she, oh, did, she just Oh, oh she him. did a wrestling move on him. Got him up against a wall the like fridge. that. Yeah. But that's the abuse of state power.
3: Maybe she was just trying to get him a snack out of the fridge. <laughs> that would have
0: been nice. Yeah. Afterwards, just yeah. a little snack. Anyway, I thought that was problematic, because, you know, you're on Team Zoe, so you're like, yeah, fuck this guy. And you're like, wait, the state is
1: abusing its f- power of, of force. Well, he does comment on that. He says this- well, I have
2: to say, if this is how the Secret Service behaves during the Bartlett administration, it's a sad state of affairs.
0: He, he does, yeah. He makes that comment, but now that I've realized this drudge, it's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they go back into the White House. Sam... He says, the, the draft is done. And he gets a round of applause from everybody in the communication staff. I don't think they ever follow up on what draft that was. It was just of some speech. Kathy, his secretary, goes over his schedule and, and he asks, like, what do I have to do today? She starts the schedule at everything but the meeting starting in, like, 30 seconds. So she's like, your 12 o'clock is this and all the way through the end of the day. Oh, and also, you have a meeting starting right now, and it's with Mallory. Are these the meetings that the title
0: yeah, references? They all why? You, why is this? No, a... the
1: other ones weren't before lunch, um, but Mallory is definitely a meeting. So, yes. what is that? Two meetings now?
3: Wait, what? Was we got the Mandy first? and Josh. Oh, but is Ma- panda, a Mandy panda and meeting. Josh? And yeah, that's Mandy a And meeting. Toby the same meeting or No, those
1: are two separate meetings. Okay. So we got Mandy and Josh, and we got Sam and Mallory. And she scheduled a meeting because Sam made that big deal about how I'm not going to talk to you about the vouchers after office hours. So she does this like, you know, cute, playful thing of like, I'm going to make an, a meeting and, and we're going to talk during like, office hours. Aren't
3: you supposed to be in school? And then she's like, there is no school today. A
1: dummy. <laughs> he's like, I, why oh. is there
3: no school today?
0: He, he, I, he was like, oh, that's so cute that, that you did that. And then he looks at his secretary and his eyes say, that's not cute yeah, that you did that, is very funny. lady.
3: He's just like, oh, God. She could at least say Oh, you
1: something. know,
2: it's summer. Because Toby says they've been in office 15 months. So it must have been three months after. Oh, no. Would it still be spring? Don't do math. It would still be spring. <laughs> don't, no, she's don't supposed to be math in school here.
1: There are days off of school sometimes. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But by the way. So the show starts. The first episode of this show is a year in to the Barlow administration.
0: So right? we had.
3: I, a,
1: think, I think we decided it was like six
3: months. That's or so. what I thought too. I, I we were talking about this. What made you think it was a year? Yeah. What made you they're think
2: that? Yammering on about how it's been a year, and then no, they very, were
3: yammering on how about how it's been six months. Wait, it
2: can't be six months because it's it's like fall when they're when the show starts. It's like fall or, or early winter. Fall. It's fall.
1: Yeah, eight maybe eight nine months then. Okay. Somewhere around there. Split so difference.
2: But it's okay. only been it's only been like six months since all these episodes began in Showtime. That seems
1: reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's this other meeting. So here's meeting number three. It's Josh and Jeff Breckenridge, and he is the what the nominee the for
3: G- assistant attorney general. Yeah.
2: Like so, you've got the Department of Justice, and there's all these departments like the antitrust division, the civil rights division, all these different divisions. And you've got the attorney general who supervises all these assistant attorney generals for each division.
0: You so, I think it would be uh, really traumatic if you work for the antitrust division. Yeah. I think It's important to that. trust I think it's important to trust people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's
1: it, if, Is you, it important to trust
0: if you don't to trust trust if you don't have any trust in your life that's no kind to of life that's all i'm going to say to <laughs> on to <Jason. laughs> that's to try to yeah,
1: so they start this They some small talk out of to the way. they realize that this guy used to intern for josh's to at a law to
2: You were a summer associate at Debevoise and Plimpton when my father was a partner there. Your father was a partner at Debevoise and Plimpton? Yeah.
0: Your father's Noah Lyman? Yeah. (laughs) I met him. He's a wonderful man. How is he? He died.
1: And we learned some backstory that he died the night of the Illinois primary. And that's kind of how Josh orients it. He very much organizes his life around the political calendar. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. of
0: course. The primary night. You know when that was. Sure.
1: Uh, Illinois. Josh gets some clarification on the reparations quote first and confirms that that's what the guy said and that's what he thinks. And then the guy doesn't want to take it back and he seems actually pretty into it on questioning. I mean, someone owes me and my friends $1.7 trillion. Based on the number of slaves and the number of hours worked and the market rate at the time. I dispute his calculation. Do you?
2: have you run your numbers so he's not taking into account income tax which is funny because the the first time i ever was struck by how silly this is is there was a whistleblower for wall street and we have whistleblower statutes that reward you a significant amount of money if you have like a solid whistleblow and the guy was awarded like 10 million dollars but the federal government took like 50 percent of it as taxes for whistleblowing on people who get capital gains income and only pay like twelve percent taxes.
1: So what do you think it's like? What one point one trillion or something? Maybe
2: maybe half that,
0: something like that. Yeah, gotta pay your taxes. Gotta pay your taxes, bro. Yeah. Sorry uh, for the
2: slavery. And, but oh, actually you owe us some back tax. Now. And not only that, then if you gave the money to people that were alive today, you got taxation.
3: This sounds like when like someone wins the lottery and everyone's jealous of them, and then they're like, oh, but imagine all the taxes they have to pay on that.
1: Yeah, not to mention the curse.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: But uh, anyway, so they, they leave that there with Josh with a wah face on. He doesn't really know how to process a, a request for $1.7 trillion.
0: Yeah, he doesn't seem to like the idea even before he gets the figure.
1: I also yeah. want
2: to point out that the... The GDP of the United States is like 16 trillion. So it's roughly 10%. So it seems doable. Seems doable. Well, but it's interesting. I think African Americans are 13% of the US population. So it's like, it kind of makes sense. Like, if they're generating a proportional per capita amount of GDP, it's the portion they generate. We
1: had adjusted for inflation. We had a trillion ish for the banks, right? And for the bailouts.
3: Yeah. So we built this country on slavery. So I'd I want to go on the record. I
0: am pro reparations. Yeah. I mean, I'd like a piece, but if that's not going to happen, <laughs> then fine. Well,
1: I, maybe you can get part of the reparations, Josh, once later.
0: <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh, a little yeah. bit here, a little bit there. Pulls the Spread H it around.
1: <laughs> um, but that's, that's later. Um, they're, the next meeting, so four, is Charlie and CJ. Um, and I think this might be their first scene alone together really? in the whole episode. I don't think I remember them like talking to each other before and outside of a bigger group thing. Charlie's Wait, in this episode or in the show? In the show. I don't think they've had like a one on one, a one on one
2: because they've always had a uh, backpack and haircut watching. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so <laughs> Charlie is there because Zoe wants the White House press secretary to work the press and get her friend out of trouble. Which seems extraordinarily not like a cool thing to do. You got to ask, though. You got to ask. And CJ's into it. She's she's totally, uh, she's like, yep, call Danny. I'm going to go clear this up for you. She has no idea whether this guy's actually a drug dealer. She doesn't really seem to care about that. He
0: probably isn't. I mean, yeah.
1: But um, Charlie says one little detail that Zoe was there to return some car keys to this guy oh that's what he says so it's because
0: i was wondering how does she know cj's like she's got the keys she got the keys i'm like i missed that part like how does she know she got the
1: keys charlie mentions it so it contradicts what she said to the reporter earlier cj doesn't know that yet but now we know that there's a slight contradiction there (laughs) after that there's toby and margaret is that a meeting no. no they, they talked for like three seconds. Yeah, and didn't. no,
3: that's just like a walk and talk.
0: Okay. But Toby is freaking everyone out with his cheeriness. Hey, Toby. Hey there, Margaret. Are you okay? Yeah, why wouldn't I be okay? You don't usually say hey there, Margaret. Yeah, Morgan. he's too happy. Everyone is, is doing yeah. double takes. He's singing While they little? watch and talk. He, it, it appears he is saying hello to people. Yeah. And
1: this is shocking. And then he tells her to smile. You, on the other
0: hand,
2: should turn that frown upside down. I'm sorry? Let a smile be your umbrella,
0: Margaret. Which is
1: not super cool not anymore.
0: Not cool. No. Come on. That, <laughs>
3: nope.
0: That's done. We don't do that anymore. It was, this was the 90s. Yeah. I think that was okay at the time.
3: I mean. At the time. Okay. Like yeah. In that no, there wasn't like a campaign about how bad it was. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because we didn't know. Right. We didn't know how shitty it, it was. It still sucked, though, in the 90s. It, no, for you guys, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. It sucked.
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah so they they don't really do anything in that scene other than just have toby be nice to people and scare everybody after that is the sam and mallory meeting um which i think we already noted in the in the count but this is like where they get into the the main thing about the vouchers We, we got pretty into what the arguments on both sides of this but wait so
2: sam has another meeting that gets canceled right that is was that he, had, he, had had a, he
1: had a 12 o'clock i don't think so no. he didn't go to it and they are only
3: doing like meetings that, that we saw kept no, kept place. meetings yes right
1: okay. so he he does mention when he's getting a schedule that he wants to get out of the 12 o'clock and
3: also that's lunch so this is before lunch meetings
1: and kathy says that she can't can't she doesn't want to cancel it for him and he's like okay fine and then he, then he desperately wants to get out of this meeting with Mallory that's going bad. It's already gone on for an hour. This is
0: not a meeting. This is a terrible date.
1: This is... I, I want to spoil a little bit of the end of this episode because it's so stupid because Sam wrote this paper as a opposition research thing and then Leo gave it to Mallory kind of as like a joke. But Sam never thinks to say, I don't really think that. Like we just do that. We write both sides. Like I don't think that. Right,
0: it's it a, makes for like a good episode, but doesn't make like real sense in
1: the universe. It, and it, I, I kind of understand it on the first night when he's just kind of like teasing with her, and he's like, "I don't want to talk about work right now. Like, let's not do this." But he sat in a meeting with her for an hour, arguing a thing he doesn't well, believe yeah, just but I think because
3: it shows that he like cares about her enough to argue with her. Well, no, I think <laughs> he he picks
2: up that she is on some level using this as an excuse to spend time with him and to like kind of vet him and on the one hand he's kind of like playing he's like toying with her because he he's like kind of punishing her for that but on the other hand he gets to spend time with her yeah it's and then, like the long con he's just and, like waiting for the
0: reveal yeah. Yeah, yeah. where she, she realizes and
2: sam is sam's character is plausibly smart enough to he
3: is he's being clever know
2: that I the think. eventual truth will set him free
1: <laughs> right but then it, later though when cj comes up he doesn't He's like, I don't know how to get Mallory over this argument we're having, <laughs> and it's like, oh, true. I could actually tell her what the what That's I think. That's true.
3: That's true. It's a
1: little weird. Anyway, I mean, it makes he for goes between, a funny argument,
3: like stupid and clever back and forth a lot. It's-
1: right. There's a Danny and CJ scene too. This is where CJ finds out about the discrepancies in Zoe's story, and she does that thing where she's like, She said she didn't know Arbor was going to be there. What? Set your drum, CJ. No Danny? one's. Gonna- it's edgar drum no
3: one yeah what nothing what
1: nothing what what did you just say oh nothing where she gives away that there's something up that's like her tell.
3: are we calling that a meeting because oh, it, no 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 not, no. Really not a meeting. scheduled there's not a
1: meeting they're they're dating yeah i don't think so they go back to the josh and the assistant District Attorney. No, that's not right. Again, yeah. uh, I, I wrote. I kept writing judge down, so I keep forgetting. <laughs> I just wrote nom.
3: What's that? He's the nom. Nominee. Yeah.
1: Okay. Nominee. Sure. That's guy, a little
0: news shorthand.
1: This guy brings up this historical thing called Special Field Order Number Fifteen.
0: Nearly a half million acres from South Carolina to Florida were divided up into 40-acre plots and given to newly freed slaves. He also granted them the use of various decommissioned army supplies, including... Mules. Yes. 40 acres and a mule. Yes.
1: It was rescinded by Andrew Johnson, who seems like a real kind of piece of work. Not cool. (laughs) Boo. And then Josh kind of pulls like an all lives matter (laughs) argument on him.
2: While we're on the subject of the Civil War, let's remember the 600,000 white men who died over the issue of slavery
1: he's like what about all the white guys that died in the civil war true yeah,
3: i thought that was not cool and gosh. how about
1: jews also well
3: that's like when he can't win on any of the arguments he's making at the end he's like what about the Holocaust Boom. and then it's just like, check your privilege really, dude? let me tell you about yeah. a little guy named
0: Adolf Hitler,
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> but we were they also gloss over the argument they decide not to have about whether that was in fact the motivation of soldiers who enlisted or in the north. It was almost never their motivation. Most of the soldiers that enlisted in the Northern Army were like poor immigrants who were just given a pension and a a wage that they could send home to their families and clothes and stuff, and they were just kind of like shipped directly into the war off of boats they were
1: immigrating from.
2: I
0: I choose to believe that those men were actually incredibly woke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good scene. I like the actor playing the nom. He's a a good guy. If you enjoy him.
3: you should watch Alias.
1: You'd also like... Uh, the the, the J.J. Alias. Abrams show? Yeah, yes. yeah.
3: He's like a big... He plays Dixon. He's right. a CIA agent. I see. Or is and, he? A, and a gr- great man. A wonderful stand-up man.
0: Dixon,
1: <laughs> one of the sexiest names. After that, meeting number five, Toby and Mandy. Is that a meeting?
3: Sure. I, mean, I think I have to maybe dispute something here. What's that? The Mandy and Josh meeting... That, is that a real meeting? Oh, because right. he, cause they is just Donna, referred it to somebody? Well, it seems like just a quick like chat, not like a real meeting. Okay, sure.
1: Let's, I put, think it, we let's should, put a pin in
2: that. Let's we a should like, next strike it. all of the meetings that consist of Mandy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, because the Toby and Mandy. That's I mean, a
1: legitimate meeting. They talk about yeah. what can they do. They talk about embassies. I think at the word embassy gets. Said, oh, if you're meeting. talking about embassies. Yeah. yeah. Toby's still really upbeat. And Mandy quickly brings him out of it because <laughs> he is a sucker of joy.
3: Mandy brings everyone out of their good mood. Um,
1: she talks about how they need a new lum lum, and Toby's like, "Oh boy, what am I getting into?" Again,
0: following the theme from the beginning of this episode, Toby's a total buzzkill. Does not give a fuck about pandas bear. <laughs> I believe that's the correct plural. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because you need two because they get lonely. Right.
3: Wait, pandas bear is the plural mm-hmm. of pandas. Yeah. Why? It sounds like it is the panda's bear. It's It's just a
0: grammar thing. It's like surgeons general. I don't make the attorneys general. Thank you. Assistant
1: attorneys general. Assistants attorneys generals. I think it would be assistants attorneys. Unless it was assistants attorney
3: general. I vote to say attorney generals. (laughs) Wrong. Wow.
2: You're
0: kicked
1: out of the club.
3: I just, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds adorable because it sounds like the panda has a pet bear.
1: Right? It's like when people say. And historical, ooh, I people do that. I don't like it. Who people do says that. And
3: historical. People do it. And people do it. That requires extra mouth movements. <laughs> it is difficult. No, and I used historical. to do it, and
0: then my boss told me, "Don't do it. It's wrong." Well, not according to AP. Really? I'm. I am do not know. Maybe. Oh.
1: <laughs> not according to the Chicago style guide.
0: Well, but if you say ahistorical that's a word. Do you say human? Oh, maybe or that's human? why they do it. A historical is actually its own word a historical no, no, no. it means not historical
1: the next scene is a watch and talk with charzo that's not a meeting Mm-mm. that's a date
3: a walk and talk <laughs> a walk and talk and talk is the name of this podcast tell your friends walk and touch <laughs> a walk and talk so no, that's and not
1: a, no that's a kiss
3: a walk and yeah. make out
1: cj summoned zoe to the white house which
3: is a meeting
1: Yeah, that one's going to be a meeting. Yeah. Um, But she's upset that Charlie didn't kiss her. Hello. And he talks about how far away her mouth needs to be from the Oval Office before he'll kiss it. And (laughs) That sounds gross when you say it like that. (laughs) The way you said it was gross.
0: When I kiss you, I want a good two, three miles between your mouth and the Oval Office.
1: Hmm. They turn a corner and Zoe pins him up against the wall and like puts some tongue on him. Mm -hmm. And then I'm pretty sure I
0: didn't
2: see any consent.
3: There was yeah, no that, there. okay
1: Charlie was into Clearly it.
2: Clearly sexual harassment, if it were gender reversed, would it not be?
3: Um, I would say, though, like based on Charlie's face after the kiss, he was very pleased with it. If Zoe had made the same face... It yeah, I mean, reverse. after
0: you're done with a kiss with this guy, you're going to have a smile on your face, but you may not have asked for it. In
2: fact, I think he just said he didn't want to kiss her near the Oval Office. Apparently... No means yes when it comes to
3: They Charzo. should have just had a tickle fight instead.
0: <laughs> I was wondering, is there a word for the soft touching you do post-coitus?
2: Tickle touching.
3: Tickle touch.
2: <laughs> I just made that up.
3: No, you did
1: <laughs> Is that cuddling?
3: Yeah.
0: Well, cuddling is different. Cuddling's a thing. But the soft,
1: soft
3: what? touching. What touching? What's that? <laughs> the
0: soft the soft finger touching on the back yeah
1: i'm not exactly sure what you're talking about so we're gonna have to quickly have sex
3: (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back after these messages and we're back
1: (laughs) uh anyways uh there's zoe and cj have their meeting she says why did you lie to the press and she says, I didn't. She says, why did you lie to me? She says, I'm not. And then she breaks down some logic.
0: If you didn't know he was going to be there, why'd you have his car keys with you?
1: Did she cop to it, I guess? And she's no, like, No, they cut away, I think. She... Yeah, they don't have much in there. Then CJ goes to a Secret Service meeting. Is that a meeting? Oh, that's, that's a meeting. That's so the, definitely oh, a meeting. Yeah. That's extremely that's a meeting. That's
3: like a briefing. A briefing oh,
1: briefing. A yeah. briefing's yeah. like a
2: super meeting.
3: Starring our favorite head Ron... of Secret Service, Butto... Ronnie B. What's up, <laughs> Ron
0: B.?
1: Butterballs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Butterballs, I love Butterball. <laughs> um, Butterfield, Butterfield.
1: They're going over the threats that Zoe has received in the past week, and there are a lot of them.
3: We're adding some hate groups to the list: the Aryan White Resistance, the Christian Defense League, the World Church of the Creator. And Central New York
0: White Pride.
3: So, can I just say that the format of this meeting is really strange because
1: it's like Socratic method yeah, of service. Yeah, Ronnie
3: B has all the answers to everything. Who
1: can tell me what fourteen words mean? Yeah. What's and, your favorite death metal neo-Nazi right, band? Right. He's
3: running it like a classroom, and it's like, <laughs> dude, this is like. we oh, got time for this shit. We have let to me find who's threatening Zoe. A little
0: bit about an, a famous
2: historical teacher called Socrates. Uh-huh.
1: He's not a teacher.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ronnie B, Socrates okay. was a teacher. But
2: yeah. oh you mean Socrates from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure?
0: <laughs> My man Socrates was mad wise and he was able to through his trademark method uh get to like the truth and yeah, shit. Yeah.
3: But I I'd say like there's a time and a place and this this briefing and the situation seems to require uh, some sort of efficiency. I feel like you don't know
0: the 14 words.
3: Who can tell me what 14 words stands for? We must secure the existence
4: of white people and a future for white children. Yeah,
2: can someone
0: say the I 14 words them, into the microphone? but
3: Gina... <laughs> see, the thing is, Gina knows exactly what she's looking for, and she's like, I'm ready to take my quote-unquote break and start researching this on the computer. That's but true. I thought
1: That's when true. he was like, I think we're looking for two 15-year-old boys, she should have remembered... That She's she like, saw a yeah, couple of Yeah, remember creepy- that
0: episode?
3: Yeah, remember when you saw 215 15 year old boys who looked like they wanted to kill everyone? <laughs> and you gave
1: them that
2: weird look? <laughs> well, not like, everyone. Yeah.
3: Wait. Like whites are cool. Oh, they, like whites are
2: cool. They want to. I'm, I'm not saying
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really bad out of context. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that. Those are,
2: that's definitely a few of the 14 words.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> whites are cool. Yeah. <laughs> um,. C- they end the meeting or sorry they end the briefing and then cj comes up is this a meeting Or she talks to gina
3: oh good question
1: that one's really quick and it ends very quickly so basically gonna... CJ's asking for clarification about what zoe was doing at the party like did she actually talk to this guy or not and then she's like i can't tell you anything about what zoe does because it's gonna make her not trust me and maybe she's gonna try to run away when i'm trying to protect her or whatever. That ain't no meaning.
3: I like that she keeps throwing like I cannot like betray the protectee. The protectee, like back at her, like she's some sort of like reading a script.
2: It's weird how you in the English language you can just add like ee at the end of like kind of the verb of of the relationship between the things, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now that's like the receiver. Yeah, you know about the devotees. Or is the giver? Uh It's pretty funny.
3: What about, like, we have Mm. listeners. Are we the listenees? We might be. (laughs) There's so much, like, grammar in this episode. (laughs) We're learning so much. And I'm also, like, not learning anything at all. Also, guys, is this a meeting? This is definitely a meeting. Whoa.
0: This is a sesh.
3: But so, okay, so the meeting, the quote unquote meeting with CJ and Gina, I think that is akin to the meeting with. Mandy and Josh, where it's just it's a drop in, you know, like it's not a real meeting.
1: Clarification. Yeah,
3: I think we need a drop ins category, (laughs) which we have six meetings
1: and three drop ins before lunch.
3: I got two drop ins so far.
1: They go back to Sam and Mallory for a quick second. Um, He tells her to check her privilege. It occurs to me, Mallory, that you attended a private primary school, a private high school and a private college.
0: What's your point?
1: Well, just that liberals have no problem with rich kids going to expensive private schools. That doesn't undermine public education. And liberals have no
0: problem with middle class kids going to parochial schools. That doesn't undermine public education. Hang on. But the idea that letting poor public school students choose private alternatives would destroy public education is simply contrary to our experience. Mm-hmm.
3: Good point. Yeah. I think. Really, I thought that was a great point. I was almost like, maybe school vouchers are a good idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe we get rid of private
3: school. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of private schools entirely.
1: Um, this is where CJ comes up and they have the thing about how to... Do you guys know what parochial schools are? Is that religious? I don't
0: know. It's a cool yeah. word, though.
3: I think it is, right?
1: Yeah. CJ comes up and... <laughs> yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs>
0: Thank you.
1: CJ uh, wants to know how to deal with this Zoe situation. She's constantly flustered and coming so to Sam for help. So
3: now this is another drop in that's a drop in too i think cj and sam
1: um sam insists that she try to keep the president from like losing his mind over this because he's very protective of zoe cj doesn't think he's going to keep cool about it but sam says you got to get up in his face and cj says that's probably not gonna work turns out to be excellent advice right um tells her that's her job To keep him from doing stupid things with the press. And then they have the little uh, thing about helping out with Mallory. They go back to Toby and Mandy after that. This is where we get some history of the panda bears in the United States. Uh, And we get the correct name finally. Toby is kind of barrow normative here where he says
2: they get us two regular bears a bucket of black paint bucket of white paint bam bam next case
1: get some normal bears and paint them as -hmm. if a panda bear is not a normal bear yeah totally is wow (laughs) tilby
0: super offensive i mean
2: a panda is a a rare bear
3: pandas (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. pandas are not normal in that they're like exceedingly cute like way cuter than They're abnormally
1: they are. adorable.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 So they're abnormal in like a very positive so way. What, what's a what's
1: a normal bear? Brown bear. It's a normal bear. Black right? bear, maybe. Black bear. You're grizzly. But pandas grizzly are, also are pretty dumb. rare. Like pandas are are like defective.
3: Um what? <laughs> they are. <laughs> no, There's a reason yeah. they're
0: endangered. Yes. They're incredibly stupid. They're a mistake.
3: Um I think I <laughs> they think can't that They can't even have sex, right? They're like manipulating humans by being so adorable and like being like, Oops, I fell. Like that's I'm possible. rolling around and being so cute. <laughs> Let me just like rub my chemistry. I mean, it's, it's kind and of like sneeze. the marijuana
2: plant. Go on. Yeah. Because because the marijuana plant is like, Oh, I've got this like this like psychotropic goo that's gonna stop you from eating me when I'm trying to reproduce. And instead everyone's like no, 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 no. I that love goo. this goo. And I'm going to make you, I'm going to grow you everywhere. Like everyone's got a weird little secret compartment in their house that has you growing there. Oh, excuse me. Are you some kind of drug head? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Are you? Uh, I don't know. Do you remember the term
3: <laughs> Like he's a drugie. We say drug head now. Dr- well, both are equally lame. <laughs> But Juggie is, like, so stupid. Anyway. Okay. So what do pandas, like, get us Because they're, they're,
2: like, forgetting gnawing on bamboo that has, like, five calories in it. I'm just going to cute my way. They're
3: just like, watch me on this cam. Now you're
2: high.
0: They're
3: like, oh, I'm holding my baby and I just sneezed and we all (laughs) freaked out. Oh, God.
0: That's a good one. That's so good.
1: Pandas.
3: Yeah. They're superior.
1: Toby and Mandy catch on to Josh's little prank on Toby. It's a pretty light prank. Was this a-, a
0: prank? Did he play her? He d- he Did knew- he play
1: her? He d- he knew that Toby was going to think it was stupid. He
0: knew pl- <laughs> he knew Toby was anti-bear, you could assume. He looks like a bear, but he's not pro-bear. Also,
3: don't you think that it it is the, like it would be in toby's nature to question why in the world he's being asked about this like much earlier in the conversation this is the episode of people letting conversations go on for too well, long i feel like that they at least stop. with
1: with those two it was probably like a 2 minute long meeting that they just cut up over three scenes for some oh. reason <laughs> i don't know why they did it like that after that sam and mallory go to leo to ask permission for mallory and sam to go to lunch because she says she always asks her father's permission before she has lunch with fascists sam plays along pretty dutifully with that ironically the most fascist
2: position to take is to make it mandatory to go to public school yep sure is that fascist
1: yeah is it everybody has to do this thing that
2: china china china, china. 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 China.
1: China. China. I'm sold. <laughs> uh, Leo comes clean on the setup here. And this is where Mallory learns that Sam is actually for public schools. And Sam has a very soaring speech. Mallory, education is the
0: silver bullet. Education is everything. We don't need little changes. We need gigantic monumental changes. Schools should be palaces. He's so getting laid.
1: Yeah, I thought she was going to. Lay him right there right in there. Leo's office. Yeah. She looked like it.
3: To lay him? <laughs> Funny. <laughs>
1: anyway. yeah, be... yeah. And then she asked the question that I was asking earlier of, like, why on earth did you not say anything to me? And he says, You made an appointment. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Because, yeah. first of all, she didn't. They talked about it the night before. And why didn't he say anything?
3: But she then made an appointment. Okay.
0: So, second of all, she did.
3: See,
2: yeah, <laughs> the, the more the more like coherent from a from a narrative point of view way of ending the scene would be, Mallory leaves, and then Sam turns and looks at Leo, and they exchange like a wink and like maybe a finger guns and like a quick hand. Like up. You know, the whole thing was like a plan oh, got to it, yeah. make Mallory Fall feel vulnerable, and then suddenly be like, oh, he actually you know totally agrees with me. He actually appreciates me. He's like almost too left
1: for me. There's a. Scene with the president and Charlie. After that, Um, the president's lunch meeting got canceled, so that one doesn't count for a meeting. But the president is reading this book that is quote unquote written by George Washington about like rules of etiquette and decorum in pre-America United, you know, whatever. What's the name for that period? Colonial. Colonial era, yeah. So they say it's by George Washington, but the president says. He copied this book down when he was in the teens. Like, it's, it's, like, not, it's not from write a Frenchman.
2: It's like a It's like a collection that is edited oh, by George Washington. he distilled it. Okay, sure. He curated. It's like the Jefferson <laughs> so, Bible is like the stuff he didn't cut out. By the way, did you guys know that Thomas Jefferson was 33 when he wrote the Declaration of Independence?
1: I think the, I've heard that before. Sure. Why is that? I just learned
3: Does that. Does that make you feel... Very unaccomplished. I'm
1: 33 when I'm making this. Yeah, I think it stands up. We're true. doing a podcast. <laughs> that's
3: right. One day,
2: <laughs> people might be saying the
0: this same is things. Way
3: better than about. The Declaration about uh, hey, more people are
2: going to listen to this than read the Declaration of Independence. That's yeah. for sure. Hey, have you ever read it? No, no not
0: even once. Sense. I've listened to at least two of these episodes. It's not like it's the Constitution.
3: <laughs> Breeden, you are like our worst fan, and you <laughs> are on this podcast. <laughs> I tell
0: all the girls I date
3: about it. Good.
1: Charlie and uh, the president also compare the armies of modern day United States to the uh, Revolutionary Army, the Minutemen. The president is pretty confident that he could take them. Yeah, the president's got some serious insecurity going
0: on yeah. here. First of all, no, sir, you could not take George W. Uh, Washington. What's <laughs> <laughs> his name? His name is George Washington. Uh, it's still
3: George W. George W. Washington.
0: Yeah, no, you couldn't. You couldn't do that because he's the, the, the guy. Anyway, I don't think he could beat up George that. W. Washington, and I don't think any of you could either.
3: I like the idea. Of well, he's Colin. talking about in
0: a war. No,
1: he's
3: no.
0: not. He's talking about mano y mano.
1: No, he says
3: no, he's in, in a war specifically.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I understand. I what think Jed was talking
1: about. I, I think for sure George Washington would beat up Bartlett in a fight.
0: Oh my god, yeah. He'd shoot your ass was, out with that wooden teeth of his. Yeah, he'd
1: sneak across the river in the middle yeah. of the night and punch. On you. On that
0: boat, like in the painting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean George Washington was like a like a terrorist leader.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. He was a badass. badass? Uh you might <gasps> be have to Oh I'm sorry, that was a very anglocentric yeah. point of view. Yeah.
3: Um I love the idea of calling him George W like as if you've like worked with two Lindsays and there's like Lindsay A and Lindsay B. Sure. It's Georgie Georgie W. Yeah. <laughs> there's too many of not, them. <laughs>
0: not the other one. Yeah. The, no. the king.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, CJ comes into George the room. Trey? She recaps the Zoe situation. The president predictably blows up.
3: Porter talk to her on campus. Mr. President, CJ, sir, put the press in the briefing room and tell them I'm coming right over. Now CJ. No, sir. We have been over this, and we've been over this, and we've been over this.
1: Even though this guy wouldn't have been in there because he doesn't have press credentials to be in the White House, um, we get a very cool, angry coat flip from the president when he's getting ready to go over there. CJ tells him to slow his roll, and the president pretty easily gets talked out of it. I think and-
3: she gets up in his face. Yeah, right. she yeah, she does.
0: Because that's her job.
1: Because uh, only four people know about it at this point, And if you go talk about it, then everybody's going to know about it. It's going to be this huge story. And he, he says, fine. And that's the end of that story. Um, not much comes out of that one.
3: There's a cute thing after he calms down, though, where CJ tells him that Gina pinned the reporter into a wall. And she's like, does that make you feel any better? And he was like, actually, it does.
2: <laughs> I, I almost forgot about this. It's is like my, maybe my favorite line in the show where she comes into that room and he has been doing his shtick with Charlie. And he quotes one of the maxims from the collection.
3: When in company, put not your hands to any part of the body not usually covered.
1: It's like a weird double negative. I have to like map out the sentence. It's like, don't,
2: don't Wait, touch any what? parts of your body that are like... It says, parts, it says even over put, your
1: clothes. It says put not your hands upon any part of your body that would not normally be visible. Or something it says like don't that.
0: scratch your junk in public. No, <laughs> no,
1: no. I think what he's yeah. actually saying is like don't touch your face and around people and like really? don't touch your or, hands. Or I thought like it's
2: like, like don't touch your like
3: elbows, your torso, they don't wear a t-shirt.
2: your chest. Well, but that's it, like
1: that's got the uh, cleansing thing of putting fabric between. Flesh touching flesh I don't know All
0: I know is She
2: gives She has the best retort Which is
0: Well I do what it takes To keep the press corps happy Mr. President (laughs)
1: Yeah Um, Yeah the other The other rule That he talks about Is not crossing your feet uh, And like putting your feet Flat on the ground Which I struggle with Mightily uh, a lot of times, I'm I, crossing
0: my feet so hard
1: right now. I, I do it all the time, too. And every time I think to do it, I think about this this scene. And I'm <laughs> like, George Washington says, put him flat <laughs> do it. <laughs> and I try, and I a second later realize that I'm not doing it again. And then after that, we get the wrap up of the Josh and the assistant attorney general nominee. This is where he pulls the Holocaust card. The guy's like, all right. I guess so. And then he says, "Pull out a dollar bill. I got a little magic trick I want to show you." And then he flips it over, and there's a thing about the pyramid, and it's like a, it's an incomplete pyramid. He has a whole little like parable. Was about that it. like a
0: Jewish reference? You think?
3: It's always the looking pyramid? at you.
0: Incomplete pyramid. The Jews built the pyramid. Excuse kind me. Of thing. The Jews
2: completed those pyramids. Okay. <laughs> Please <laughs> Job respect. Done. Respect. We're done. Anyway. Even when you're a slave, you finish what you started.
1: <laughs> what, what's the thing where if you like fold the dollar bill, you can like make a little. You can thing make like a the, mushroom. Yeah, like a little yeah. Mushroom. <laughs> I wish I want to. I wish you'd have done that. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> Let me gotta, see a dollar bill. A dollar bill. <laughs> look at this little
2: trick. Isn't that funny? <laughs> what and that here's like? where the Illuminati has their secret symbol.
1: <laughs> and then uh, they start to leave. They're like, well, "Why don't we go get lunch? I'll buy you lunch." Uh, the nominee says that, and Josh says, "No, man." I owe you $1.7 trillion. Let me get you lunch. Yeah. I wish he'd said that. I think that's supposed
3: to be, like, him, Josh buying him lunch. It's sort of, like, supposed to be charming. Mini reparations. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, you want your reparations? Here you go, bro. Incredibly kind of There's a burrito. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You
2: know, he's just like, we're going to be hanging out a lot. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I'm going to get the lunch first, but you get all the other. By the way, I want to point out that this guy, what's his name, Jeff? Yeah. So, Jeff... Name drops I think either Josh names drop, drops it or he does The firm that he comes from Which is Debo Voice and Plimpton Which is a real law firm hmm. They usually come up with like a weird Kind of Gage Sound Whitney. alike Yeah, yeah But it, this is a real law firm Weird No that wasn't interesting It's just weird Why would they Why would they name drop a real
0: law firm Huh, huh. Maybe um, the Maybe the law firm started
1: after this episode No Maybe
2: Definitely not Wow well,
0: Did
1: you check? I'm
2: pretty sure Debo Voice and Plimpton Predates George Washington <laughs>
1: So this is the, um, now they're going off to lunch. And so thus our episode ends because we are only concerned about before lunch. How many meetings point. did we have? Did we get six? Final okay. tally? Yeah,
3: so we have six. Um, we have Mallory and Sam meeting, Josh and Jeff, Charlie and CJ, Toby and Mandy, CJ and Zoe, and CJ and the president. CJ is in CJ and
1: the president? Half- okay, sure.
3: What? see, that's a meeting. No, they,
1: had a, they had a conversation.
3: Yeah, well, she's like, you have to set up a meeting with... The president. Yeah, that's on the books. Yeah, you have to go through Mrs. Landingham. Like you have to. That's sure. Me- okay, so, six meetings. Yeah, and CJ was in half of those meetings, and then we have three drop-ins. So it was uh, Mandy and Josh, CJ and Gina, and CJ and Sam. CJ was like with every single character. Very in this CJ-centric episode. Yeah,
1: and it had the. By far the most famous CJ scene in it. The
3: Jackal. The Jackal. The Jackal. You know what's funny is that I, in my head, like have fond memories about the Jackal, and then when I watched it, I was like, oh, it's it was cringy. Like, painful. Yeah, it's horrifying. Like horribly <laughs> awkward and painful. And to you can watch. see how
2: how hard it was for them to edit that scene too. Like it's a very
1: awkward scene. It's set of mostly
3: edits. all of the men that she works with, like being so incredibly happy. Like
1: leering this, at her.
3: Yeah. Like like, Leo and Toby look the happiest they ever looked in the entire series <laughs> of the Does show. Does anybody
0: have, else have a thing where, like, sometimes, like, every once in a while, they lip-sync to a track, specifically, and that's their thing? Does it Do any of you guys write in if you have the thing, <laughs> where it's like, oh, yeah, like, they're going to do the Jackal.
3: The thing is, if I know all the words to something, then I'm going to just sing it. Like, I'll karaoke it. Yeah. I'm not going to lip-sync it. Step it up. See? This yeah. episode
2: brought to you by Lip-Sync Battles.
3: Yeah, no.
1: Um, and then there's the credits. It's Toby popping the champagne in the Mendoza thing, which is a pretty good pick. That's an action-y scene. So, yeah, that's the episode. Uh, headlines? I don't have many headlines. I kind of forgot I don't forgot have out. many.
0: Oh, good, because I don't. I watched this episode today, and I fell asleep, and then I came here, and that's pretty much my day. That was what <laughs> I did today. It's all right,
1: guys. It's all on you. I got I got one. All right.
2: <laughs> Panda pander. Bears bolster China's bull markets. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's a good one.
2: Men bulldoze <laughs> <I> w- bipartisan <laughs> majority clears away opposition. I was thinking about a bulldozer head. I did.
0: I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna pipe in because I have one related to that one, and it's Senate Men doze. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then my my last but best one is Seaborn ordered to pay reparations for throwing gang <laughs> sign, awkward gang sign at fellow House <laughs> White House staffers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have one, and it's Jack Lulls. Like the jackal. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. <laughs>
2: that one just sneaks up on you like yeah. jackal would.
3: Yeah, like a really uncomfortable, awkward, <laughs> slightly painful way. But somehow makes you feel good in the end.
1: Okay, so that's all our headlines.
3: <laughs>
1: I think I so. Think, yeah. Short, I short headlines this week.
3: Yeah, there's no sing-sing or lum-lums. Nothing. There,
1: there is
2: some fertile ground
1: there. D- Dumb-lum this bear only knows how to eat bamboo. <laughs> sing, sing <laughs> pause, lum, lums, lum, lums. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so final thoughts on this one?
3: It's, a, all it's right? a good one.
1: It's a good I think it's just under a best wing.
3: Yeah, it's like a pretty pretty darn good wing. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I measure a, a
2: West Wing episode by how spirited... And, and two-sided the arguments
0: are. They get into a lot of different issues. Yeah. They really focus a lot of time on reparations in an interesting way, yes. which is great. You don't really see that a lot elsewhere. That's
2: not like a topic that comes up a ton. This this show challenges liberals in a, the traditional left position in an interesting way. And even though it ultimately kind of comes home to the, the sort of original starting point, it... I like that. I like that they're not preaching to the choir on this one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that whole scene is good. I think it's it, Josh is pretty great in that scene. Um, and then the Mallory Sam fight, like it's like dumb as like the premise of it is, is like a pretty good argument. Um, and I I like whenever Mallory's on screen. I like her.
3: Yeah, she's zesty.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a some, she cha- there's, no, some yeah, yeah. there's some charzo so tongue action yeah yeah <laughs> that we get mm-hmm. uh this the president's is a PG- pretty funny
3: episode of the west yeah. wing
1: president's uh doing the george washington thing and i weirdly remember that one all the time for some reason <laughs> so that one sticks out for me and uh gina gets to throw a guy into a refrigerator
3: I like this also episode because there's like a lot of very lame 90s things that happen and they're very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the jackal.
3: Like the jackal. Like no,
0: that's probably not a 90s thing. But no, the, but
3: like just the, the vibe of it. Yes. Ev- everything that happens in the jackal scene is like very 90s and lame. Speaking of,
0: speaking of the 90s, I think it's and maybe I'm like coming late to this, but 90s clothes are really bad.
3: They're terrible. They
1: didn't fit.
0: 90s clothes are really bad. Didn't
3: and we talk about this in a previous episode? Did how we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Josh's big suits. Yeah. How? What is it? You have to have big suits to show how much fabric you can afford. Was the conclusion <laughs> we came to? All
0: right, just bringing it full circle. That's all.
3: <laughs> There's newsflash. 90s clothes are still bad.
0: It just seemed like for so long I was like wondering, like, when will it happen that we realize that everything that seemed normal was well, terrible.
3: Actually, though, like the 90s were bad, but the early the were so much worse. Go on. Hmm. Like that was, if you think about it, like fedoras were like huge. Mm. Um, when is like no, but were ba-
2: fedoras like the biggest for like the mighty mighty Boston's in the late mid to late nineties?
3: That's like different. This is like those are people who are like in. Those are like,
1: trilbies.
3: That was like a, a very niche part, like of...
1: throwback. This is like Justin Timberlake, yeah, fedoras, and then Uh-oh. also
3: super like heavily embellished denim, like jeans. When
1: is like baby rave? Baby when when rave was that was a thing? That that was the nineties. That's yeah. like probably yeah. the nadir of fashion. Yeah, don't
2: tell me that having a bunch of Looney Tunes characters. Like on your jeans, oh! Is I had all this. Not as bad as anything that happened in the Ots. Looney Tune no, denim the
3: jacket. the really the odds were bad in a different way because they didn't realize how bad it was. It's so bad. It's so tacky. Well, we're not. Th-
2: I guess we're not there yet. We're like, not look, fully distant. The ninety, from that. like
3: the the good things about the nineties have come back. There's nothing about the odds that is coming like back. Early,
2: I like Oughts a baggy t-shirt.
3: Like, yeah. Early yeah, early sure. was like
2: curated grunge, and the nineties was just like like
3: no you're you're flipping it the the 90s was grunge the aughts was like everyone wears like all girls were wearing flare jeans and like satin camis no i thought
2: flare jeans were definitely the 90s
3: okay i feel like i probably
0: brought this up in the last episode but i had multiple pants a purple jeans i had uh, greenish jeans i had orange jeans the 90s was the era of colored jeans
3: yeah, that's fine. That's big,
1: big, big jeans. Big jeans, yeah, so big, and it's
0: not
3: yeah. fine. I mean, I rather Chain colored. At least it's rather... not
2: Hammer fine. On would you jeans?
3: okay? Would you prefer '90s purple like colored jeans? I had purple jeans. Or Ed Hardy, at least? or Ed Hardy.
2: <laughs> Please.
3: You want like fake tattoo prints and rhinestones all over your clothes? That's the 90s, though. No, that's the early 00s. Look at me. I
0: Look at me really in the were eyes. You young Look to at buy me in, in the eyes, Elise. The 90s. Uh, no. She's not looking at me, guys. I'm now looking. she's looking. I'm looking. Purple
1: jeans. She looked jeans when I said that. In
3: the early 00s.
1: I had a pair of jeans with like a stripe down the side. Yeah, a lot of oh, people did. Oh, those are fast.
3: Okay. Like a lot of cargo You know how like acid wash <laughs> jeans were a thing in the 90s, and that's disgusting. Well, in the 00s, it was. Acid wash, but then you put some of the color back into the jeans so they're tie dye and acid wash, but all denim colors plus rhinestones and embroidery. Is early
1: aughts like a pair of like kind of fitted jeans and a dress shirt and a vest?
3: Yeah. That's
1: not a good look. No. It's not great.
3: The thing I don't like about the early aughts is that it was trying so hard, and I feel like the 90s wasn't trying as hard. You don't think
2: we're not trying pretty damn hard in the last like five years? I'm trying so hard. Trying
3: so hard and failing. And I feel like now there's so many different Hey, guys, remember sync? Yeah. It's
0: gonna be May.
3: May. Yeah.
1: So here's a question. <laughs> the Jackal is a song by Dana Bryant and Ronnie Jordan. Yeah. It is seven minutes long. Yeah. Do you think CJ did all seven minutes? Apparently so. Yeah. Well, maybe
3: that's why. That's like,
1: that's like an endurance test. Because yeah, you think you think that maybe uh, we
3: caught her at the end, and that's why it was so sort of like sad. The performance. <laughs> I mean, do you
1: do
2: you really think Toby lit up a cigar and then put it out like a couple minutes later?
1: <laughs> he smoked a whole cigar during the song. Yeah, that's like a cigar lens song. That's how you that's how you measure songs. How many cigars it takes?
2: Guys, cigars are gross. Don't do cigars. Oh, I I, I want to add that we had as usual the subtitles on. And when the jackal begins, the subtitle says moderate jazz music. Moderate. Hmm. Jazz music. That's kind of
3: right. Smooth.
2: It's pretty smooth.
0: Okay. Anybody got anything else? I'm done. It's gonna be me.